We're taking the salmon out. We're taking the salmon out. I'm Aunt Kelly Anakin. And I'm Molly of Mitchell Sanchez. We're here to take birth control and talk about The Handmaid's Tale. And we are all out of birth control. Thanks, Trump. This is read all over your handy Handmaid's Tale recap. Blessed be the fruit. All right. This is a special book reader only spoilerific reaction yeah to the announcement Mm -hmm. that there will be a season two of the handmaid's tale oof i went through many feels wait wait just in case that wasn't clear enough for you redheads we are getting on the spoiler town express choo choo going straight to spoilerville we're gonna stay at the spoiler day inn so if you have not read the book stop listening this is not your stop okay spoilers you all right we did it warned <laughs> we don't want any butthurt comments or emails no but jk hurts. we mean facebook messages because we don't have an email account uh-huh. who needs an email i don't you know what? i got so many emails i got so many emails and so many twitters mm. I got too many. Too many. It's too much. You know what else is too much? Two seasons of The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Like. <laughs> Likely. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I, I'm wrong. Is this not, as written in the book, a perfectly laid out one season miniseries type show? Like, why does everybody got to be Ryan Murphy? Absolutely. And what's interesting is I, if you listen to our earlier book recaps, I said as a joke, I can't wait for season two. And everybody laughed at me like that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. look where we are now. I can't believe this has happened. Well, all right. So let's talk about <laughs> let's do you want to weigh now that we've got like initial reaction out of the way. Do you want to do a pros and cons? Yeah, let's do some pros and cons. Okay, okay. pro pro. Pro is the bad one. Yeah. Pro is the good one. Pro is the good one. Boy, have I been making a lot of lopsided lists. Molly. (laughs) Okay. Pro is the bad one. How have you gotten this far in life? Listen, Kelly, I know what it is. I just, I worked all day. I'm worried about the salmon. We had some recording (laughs) issues. I'm frazzled, damn it. We do have. I know that pro is wrong. If we have any sound quality (laughs) issues here, listen. Um,. We need money to buy a new board. (laughs) Okay. We're using this one that we found in a box along with all the episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) All right. Uh, So so the pro, the good one, as it is known. The good one. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. (sighs) This is the best show of all time. (laughs) Yes. It's a very good, well-written show. So the pro is more of this. That's true. More of a good thing. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Moss is great. Mm-hmm. Max Minghella, super hot. Oof. Uh, Ot Fabergenelli. I know. I was trying Fabergen- to. I was trying to pronounce his name all Can day. Can we just call him Fabergé because he's an adorable mm, little was, egg? N- <laughs> you can do that. Okay, I will. I'm going to call him the real Ot. Okay, great. Is that his Twitter handle? No, I think that should be though. If, I'm, if my name was Ot, I would my Twitter handle would be the real yeah, Ot. Yeah. Or it'd be like Notorious Ot. 
Well, perhaps he'll listen to this podcast. He seems like of all of the main, of all the main people, I feel like he would maybe listen to the podcast. He actually, fun fact for uh, Red All Over listeners, he made a Spotify playlist that helped him get into character. Uh, And I'll share that on our Facebook page. But he made a Spotify playlist that he listened to and he thought that would be like music Luke would like. So he maybe is the most engaged. That's exciting. But yeah, you're right. The pro is good, good cast. We get to see more of them. Uh, there's nothing I would I would like to see more of all these people I would also like to see more of all these people I think that's the only pro no I think that <laughs> there's another, the other pro that I would say is I'm noticing that there are things that the book didn't get to really explain that I'm noticing by watching it with somebody who hasn't read the book that there are a lot of questions that arise like they're like like why didn't I read this book it came out in 1985 <laughs> that would be the first question <laughs> In my mind, <laughs> that would arise. Exactly. You're right. Cosign. Um, but uh, the like, who I, are these people who don't read the book first? I don't know. Who are they? To Mitch's credit, we started to, and then I started reading ahead of him for this podcast, mm-hmm. and then now he wants to go back and read it. I'm like, oh, I've been there. Yeah. So um, nah, this is not. It's like, not his fault. Um, you but can anyway. only reread it like. Yeah. You can reread it like maybe every five years. This is. I read it now twice in the span of only a couple of months. Okay. So anyway, but it'll it'll give them a chance to expand on parts that are explicitly said in the book. Um, for example, it'll give a good idea of like how exactly the government fell and why. Um, and kind I of... I could get my reaction to Congress being slaughtered right. that I keep harping on. Right. And then another thing that I think is... Well, I, I'll save this for a different segment. But yeah, so I think they'll be able to flesh out the worlds and like maybe they'll answer our ever-present econo-wife question, which we still don't have an answer to. If they are having two seasons <laughs> and we don't get so much as one econo-wife, <laughs> I am gonna burn it down. And if that econo-wife doesn't put butter on her face, we revolt at dawn. Nah, d- look, econo-wives, <laughs> they get lotion. I just want her to do it in an acknowledgement that, like, we've been missing it. We have really been missing the butter lotion. <laughs> Real OT. Yeah. Notorious OT. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Ooh. can you just let us know, is there going to be butter lotion? Tweet butter and we'll know yeah, what just you tweet mean. tweet butter. Like, or just, like, DM us. Yeah. Hit us in our DMs. Absolutely. So I think it'll be a good exam- a good way to flesh out things that are made like implicit or vague in the book, which might be cool world building, which you love. I do love world building. I wouldn't mind. So something else that I thought of was like maybe because we're so in Offred's worldview in the first season, maybe we get some other POV. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, to be honest, they've shown that they do a really good job of that with the off Glen mm-hmm. uh, POV, which is so interesting. So I'd be interested in that. But one of our Facebook fans suggested that maybe the whole season would be told from someone other than Offred's perspective, which I dislike. I also dislike. <laughs> Keep your Rashomon bullshit out of my handmaid's tale. That would be like, I mean, it, that would be like the Bean trilogy of like Ender's games. Like no one gives a fuck about <laughs> Shadow of Ender. There, I said it. Um... A lot of dudes who didn't have sex until their uh, mid-20s cared very deeply. No, 
don't get me wrong. I like the regular Ender arc. I just don't like the companion novels. You know what's weird is I didn't read Ender's Game until I was an adult. Me neither. And I was like, fuck these kids. Oh, I enjoyed it. I did not care for it. That's for our Ender's podcast <laughs> called Red All Ender. No, no, no. It's called, uh, what are they? What are their names? Oh, it's called the, it's called Buggercast. No, uh, <laughs> When uh, Valentine and Peter, oh, I don't know who those. are their names. Yeah, they're I know what you're famous about. people. Nope, we would well, be cool I, if we knew. It clearly stuck with me. Gosh, Ender's Game. Quit talking about other books you've read. That's a note we get <laughs> from um, dipshits. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about other books I read. Never. Same. Like, put me in the ground. Ugh. That's when I'll stop talking about books that I read. We'll be putting you in the ground. And you'll be like, Ramona Quimby is still a feminist icon. Did you see that I read Flight 116 is down on a plane? No. I did. I have it on my phone. Ooh, okay. Maybe I'll borrow that <laughs> uh, next. Because sometimes there was a book, like, it was one of my, like, go-to, like, books that I would read mm-hmm. when I, like, didn't know what... <laughs> This is what I read when I just don't even know what to read. <laughs> but uh, I read it on a plane uh-huh. and I felt very like not in control, but I felt right. very zen. I was like, I'm going to just read that's this great. on a plane. I don't care. I'm not superstitious. That's good. And that's a self-care. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, it's such a good book, though. Like still, like it's like a juvenile book. I'm it's so really excited. well written. I'm so excited. But uh, that's a pro, I guess, is that we wouldn't want to see it wholly from another person's perspective. Yeah, because I am interested like what happens to Mm -hmm. Alfred when she leaves well I have a feelings about that too so so I could potentially be happy about that I could potentially that could be a con there's so many unknowns here and the other question is like so does season one cover all the events of the book Mm, so that's a question then which dovetails nicely into where do you think they'll end it Mm -hmm. so we're uh, personally we're four at Five episodes in? We're five, five episodes, episodes in. in of 12? 10. 10? Okay, yeah. great. So we're halfway through and they've covered a bunch of major events, even though they like kind of are taking their time with it. Um, and now that she's started, I guess, for lack of a better word, the affair with Nick, that's when things, to my mind, really get cooking in the book. And but it's definitely have- different. They're setting it up very differently than they did in the book. There's a mm-hmm. lot more explicit conversation between her and Nick mm-hmm. about yeah. things. And There's more of a flirtation than there is in the book. There is. And you know what? People are going to yell at us if we talk about this in the main recap. But oh my God, the fact that Serena Choi is there. <gasps> I know. Oh my I God. Know. I know. Oh my God. I know. Oh my God. That was like so horrible and so brilliant. I have thoughts so I on that for a different episode. Like they make they make a lot of really horrible and brilliant choices. So I, in theory, am pro that happening. And I was talking about it with a friend of mine because if you look at something like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. where I think the show in some ways is now better than the books. Sure. I but agree with you. This person pointed out that it's primarily because the show went back and fixed all these things mm. from the books, whereas The Handmaid's Tale is a perfect little dainty <laughs> crock madame of a book. <laughs> it's just perfect. It's delicious. You can eat it in one sitting mm-hmm. and you're like, whoa, that's fucked up. That line of thinking that you were talking about, about um, going beyond the books makes me nervous actually about it being like a tight book and then expanding to two seasons makes me nervous because I think what is great about the book is that you have that last chapter when Alfred's getting taken away 
and you don't know if she's being taken away for good or for ill. And then the epilogue is such a stark change. And the epilogue shows how you can go just in the span of like, I get the impression like three or four years, you can go from a super oppressive, like murdering people, stealing babies government to, oh, there was a mix up with the activity schedule. There's way, there's way more time in there than that. I don't think by much more. I would say five to ten years. I'm going to have to like go get my book now. Go get it. Hold I on. I'm going to edit out think. the part where I get my book because it'll be boring for okay. people listening. What you got? Okay. So the date of the talk in the epilogue is June 25th. June. Oh. 25th. 2195. So when does this take? When does the book take place? My assumption has always been that the book takes place in the 80s. Because mm. it makes sense with the rad feminists of her I mom. I gotcha. So, right. yeah, well, this takes place. That blows my theory, then. Yeah, it does blow your theory. Because I thought that was super eerie and cool. But even so, like... It's still eerie and cool. So, let's see. It's just like the callousness... to 21? Yeah, no one still would be alive. Nobody would be alive still. And there is something, and I don't have time right now, because we're going to eat salmon. Mm. I don't have time to, keep. to do a, a deep dive into that chapter, but they do say that they found Offred's... Uh, audio narration uh-huh. in a footlocker that was dated circa 1955. So okay. whenever okay. whenever it was, it was in the late 20th century. Okay. Then I was going to say before this. Or that- maybe like, you know, maybe early 21st century, but like nobody knew what it would be. <laughs> then I still think, okay, then I think what we may see in season two is her escaping and what the underground female road looks like because they document it a tiny bit and perhaps the whole arc of the season is her escaping and some foothold character remaining Gilead. Maybe this is where we see flashbacks to Serena Joy being a televangelist, which we still haven't seen in we the show. We would love to see it. We would love to see it. Give we would love to see it. more screen time. Is she a televangelist? We have to know. We gotta know. We gotta know. Five episodes in and we got nothing. I'm kind of, I'm very, very surprised about that, though I have to remind myself, like, we're just lo- now learning about Luke. That's kind true. Of. Kind of, sort of. We don't have time to talk about that right now. No. Somebody uh, on our Facebook page posited that maybe Offred and Serena Joy would become like a buddy running away together. Boo. Yeah. Dislike. Yeah. I don't want woke Serena Joy. (laughs) I don't want it. I want it in a fan fiction that I can read by myself in the bathtub. Not. I didn't mean that in like a sexual way. I just meant that in a relaxing way. Will. (laughs) (laughs) Will there be a puppy? And yes. will there be a cupcake? Okay, here's my pitch for your fan fiction. <laughs> Serena Joy and Offred run away together. They adopt a puppy, and it's just a bunch of rollicking adventures in the East Coast countryside. It's like that part in the last Harry Potter book where everybody's just camping and having fun. They were not having fun, dude. I was having a great time, so maybe they, I'm transmuting that. They were very upset. Ron went away. Oh, Ron. Remember? Fucking Ron. I can't believe Hermione married him. We, yeah. That would be like me marrying any number of people that I've had sex with. (laughs) Hey, what do you think season two will cover? I think it's probably, okay, so I, here's what I think. I think they're not going to get through all of the book. Where are they going to stop, Kelly? Um, Okay, there's like a super duper spoiler here that I don't know this for a fact. It actually comes from the soundtrack. Oh, snap. Okay, so... So this is a I potential wanna, TV show 
how could it possibly spoil it for people who haven't read the book? It could because it suggests that it's answering a question that we don't have an answer to. All right. So if you're really gung ho about spoilers, I guess stop it now. Have go have a bath and a cookie and we'll see you in our next episode. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. All the cool people who aren't insane are still here. Great. Awesome. So the end track on the sound. So this is like the score. This isn't like the actual like listing of pop songs are using okay so where are you getting this this is on like itunes okay this is like the official soundtrack dope and the last track is called he's alive who's alive luke yeah bitch (laughs) who else do we not know is dead come on (laughs) it's the commander and he's like yes still here (laughs) oh hi guys hi hello i i enjoy playing scrabble wow i'm so paternal oh my goodness anyway yeah so my same friend that i was talking about all this with was like i looked this up and look at this very great man handmaid's tale if you had a better reddit following we could have known this already that's excellent (laughs) yeah look you know reddit's very hostile to women oh Uh, yeah (laughs) we don't gather there that's true some women do Mm. um but i don't yeah braver than i am i just i don't i don't have the time man i haven't really been active on a message board since i was on the original message board for being john malkovich when i was in high school I was laughing, but I moved the mic from my face. I know, but I know you did. I know you did. Listeners, know I was cracking up. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I was very popular. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, and that was all I needed. That in the love of the Brazilian guys who were always trying to like date me on ICQ, and I was uh, like, "You live in South yes. America," but it'd be like, "Uh oh." <laughs> wow that is fascinating well that would be a whole nother thing because then the objective becomes finding luke and finding hannah Mm -hmm. which is interesting because it's it's um it never the book doesn't ever resolve whether she found either of them Mm -hmm. but it shows us which we haven't seen in the show which i'm so excited to see it shows us proof that hannah's alive and potentially living in the neighborhood you know i'd be interested in that but that means i with five more episodes to go it's like oh man how are we gonna go so far but only end up there like do you think she'll be pregnant when this I happens think, i think we're gonna get a lot more teased out about her being pregnant or potentially pregnant okay we haven't seen serena joy try to use the photograph as a bargaining chip yet right that is so fascinating to me the offer was just like yeah wow. okay i'll fuck nick like why not like i don't have anything else going mm. on yeah gosh that's interesting mm-hmm. right hmm. yeah and it is i don't know it's just so interesting for serena joy to not be this gargoyle I love it. I am like coming around, but uh, I reserve the right to continue being cranky about it. You're fine. You have that right. Because- I know. It's because I'm the Bert and you're the Ernie. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. So you are thinking, so what do you think the last scene is going to be? Because I pitched you a last scene before we knew there was going to be a second season. And I am still hoping that my pitch for a last uh, scene will be the last scene in the series overall, but it's way too early to tell. So what do you think the last scene is going to be? <laughs> I don't think this is going to be it, but I like to think the last scene, <laughs> oh boy. the last scene is Serena Joy just on her knees in the garden, shaking her fist like, oh, Alfred, you know, very like <laughs> Mr. Wilson, Dennis the Menace <laughs> type situation. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that's possible. Great, great. <laughs> I bet you the, they're going to tease it out so much that the last scene is her showing her a picture of Hannah. I think that's when we get it. Because I think there's a lot of interesting ground to cover between now and then. Because now that she likes having sex with Nick, she's going to keep doing it. 
I think we're going to get Hannah picture episode seven. Whoa. And I think we're going to get confirmation of Luke being alive in the last episode. And that's going to be the cliffhanger. Ooh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. And here's the thing. We're not going to not watch season two. Oh, yeah. What am I made of stone? Come on. Come on. I will watch a bunch of this. Look, I will watch anything that is this good. Even yeah. if Bruce Miller in an interview was like, oh, you know, they couldn't have Serena Joy be old because they wanted, you know, to see her and Alfred interacting over seasons. And I'm like, I don't I don't want too many. Yeah. Nor You're do I. You're going to ruin it. Lost style. I know. I think that's the worry with any good thing is we just want to keep it good. Keep it good. Take a page from the Brits. Mm-hmm. Even the Canadians. Although Oof. Degrassi notwithstanding. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, and that also, though, because he was talking about the, the relationship between Alfred and Serena Joy being so pivotal. My mm-hmm. question is, maybe she doesn't get away? She's got to get away. I don't know how long they're planning to stretch this thing out, yo. She's got to get away. I think I think we may have like... She's got to get away eventually. Maybe we are going to have like an off-gun situation where she gets away and then she gets recaptured. But I think ultimately Offred escapes. But maybe not this season. Maybe not this season. Maybe not. We'll have to just keep watching. We'll just have to keep watching. But if you, like us, have a fondness for shows that are only one season, have I got a sister podcast for you? <laughs> What's that sister podcast? <laughs> it's called Failure to Launch. It's my other podcast where we cover shows that only lasted one season so Great. check that out please and say what's your twitter handler <laughs> my twitter handler what's your twitter handler <laughs> i don't know why i suddenly lost the power of speech uh my twitter handle is at serious molly and what is yours mine is at the fatling have you reached your goal yet no, I have not reached my goal yet, but I am racking up the followers. Same so thing. thank you to everybody thank who's been so following much. us. It's great. It's really helping me get through the day. Same Z's. I would also like to say I have a podcast. Oh, I'm sorry for to people. Up. No, it's fine, dude. Uh, it's for people who like shows about women's mm-hmm. who do stick who do things. <laughs> Wait, let's get you some food. <laughs> I need to eat food. I ate, a, I ate a bunch of Cheetos and Sour Belts before this, and that may not have been mm. brain food. No. Anyway, it's called Up Yours Downstairs. Mm-hmm. I co-host it with my now ex-husband. <gasps> Scandal! <laughs> and it's a lot of fun, so you should check it out. We covered Downton Abbey for a long time. Right now we're doing Pride and Prejudice, so you should check that Ooh. out. Yeah, Colin Firth, baby. I'm so excited. I'm going to listen. It's a good time. We just posted the first episode this week. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Delightful. Yeah, so I think we're good. Um, thanks for hanging out with us for this spoiler fun time. And please keep in mind, if you want to continue this discussion with us on Twitter, not so much, but on Facebook, please be mindful that you guys are some of the only people who have read the book and not everybody in our club has read the book. So over tag your spoilers. Yeah, we like you better, Over tag your spoilers. We <laughs> definitely like you guys better. So like you did your homework, you, you know, did. you did your assignment. You did. And Don't we will tell and we will finish our book recaps. We will. At some point. Yeah. We're gonna do it. Probably not till after the show. It's probably logistically not gonna work out till then, but yeah. we're gonna do it. So anyway. No lite Tabasardes Carborundorum. Chandelier.